All right. Ready? Ready. Is this going to be on our live recording? This is our equivalent of one, two, three. All right. Okay. Okay, so we're at TBI this week. Which is the Triathlon Business International Conference. In case you aren't like a follower of our Instagram. And we're recording live right now, which is why you might hear background noise of very exciting triathlon business also happening like, yeah, in the background. Glasses clinking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so today we're going to talk, what are we going to talk about, Sarah? Okay, so coming up on the show, we're going to talk about the conference, everything we love that's happening Everything, some things that we think maybe should change. Right. And we have a couple special guests. Right, right. Who are going to talk big picture triathlon issues. Yes. After this. Live Feisties If We Were Riding is brought to you by Ass Kicker Inc. Ass Kicker makes activewear for women featuring empowering phrases like work hard, play hard, kick ass, or strong women lift each other up. Ask Kicker Inc. also makes our fabulous Live Feisty tank tops, t-shirts, hoodies, and leggings. So to order yours, go to livefeisty.com and just choose shop from the menu. And of course, use the code RIDING to save 20%. That's RIDING, as in if we were, at livefeisty.com. And remember, I before E, except if you're feisty. I'm Kelly O'Mara. And I'm Sarah Gross. And you're listening to Live Feisties If We Were Riding. My time, my time. None of you people can tell me to stop. This time, like the last time. You better get ready to race to the top. I'm ready to do this. Show you what the truth is. I step on the field. It's time to get real. I'm feeling so ruthless. All right, so one of the questions we get like constant, we begin getting constantly is like, oh, are you guys the only women there? Like, what is it like? And I would like to say there are 40 women here. Mm -hmm. So it's way more than in previous years, right? Yeah, there are 40 women here. And honestly, the demographics are changing. Like when we came that first year, four years ago, it was hard to, like, it was hard to spot another woman in the room. Yeah. And now there's 40 of us. I mean, it is changing. Out of 120. Right. But it is still slow. I mean, I'm also like a little bit like it's 2019. Let's stop patting ourselves on the fucking back for like, you know, and I, I, it's slow change. I do keep thinking, looking around the room, like this isn't what my triathlon world looks like. Yeah. Yeah. And there are other worlds out there that is definitely not what those people's triathlon world looks like. One thing I have liked so far though, has been when we talk diversity in different perspectives, like obviously people usually mean that in terms of like racial and gender diversity, but there's also been some like outside of triathlon perspectives, just like not the usual people there. I had listened to a really good talk from a guy from Nielsen research about, you know, numbers and sponsorship and what they want. Mm -hmm. And then there was a guy who founded Hoka, John Luke Diard, who came from like a skiing background and he talked about innovation. And that was like really interesting. Yeah. That was really cool. How he broke down like what innovation was and how you look at the problem you're going to solve. And then you basically try to think of an extreme way to solve that and come back from that. I literally, because you think of innovation as like, oh, I just had an idea one day and I just innovated it and it's amazing. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Like (laughs) as if some magical, somebody waved a magic wand, right? But apparently that's not it at all. That's not it at all, no. I feel like all these companies in San Francisco should be told that's not it at all because they just... You know, they think there's magic. They think there's magic, and then they spend money, break things fast. Okay, so what what is innovation then, according okay. to Jean Luc? Okay, so according to him, I took notes. I took notes so that we can. I'm, I'm opening okay. my notes. See, excellent. This is the sound Way of a notebook. Kelly. <laughs> All right. So first, we should ask non-users what they think. We shouldn't just ask users. Oh yeah, that was a good one, and I've yeah. always thought that. Right, like non-users, as in when you're doing, for example, when you're doing a survey about about triathlon, you shouldn't just ask people at TBI. 
You shouldn't ask people at TBI. You also shouldn't, like, if you're trying to find out why people do triathlon, right, you need to ask the people who don't do it, right, mm-hmm. to figure out how we can grow the sport. You need to ask exactly. the people why they don't do it. It makes total sense. Yes. But then, so I was taking notes about innovation for us personally, so that oh, we can okay. innovate. Yeah. So we can innovate with Live Feisty and right. if we were riding. Right. Okay. And what I, okay, so he said, you should have, like, one, ask people who aren't listening. Two, observe what they actually do. Because I, this is the thing that drives me crazy. What people say they do isn't the same as what they actually do. Right. It's right. like that example with the electric car. I always use this example. Where they were doing, <laughs> they were doing marketing for an electric car and they asked a bunch of people who wants an electric car. And like 90% of people right, said yes. Right, right. And then when they said, okay, $5,000 deposit, like one person gave a deposit. So it's like what people say that they I want. I would love a free electric car. <laughs> <laughs> it would right? be amazing. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yes, to the free electric car. Oh, I have to pay for it? Oh, I don't want it anymore. <laughs> so like that's, that's the marketing thing, right? Is what people yeah. say that they want isn't necessarily what they're willing to do or pay for. But then his point was like, so if you know, if you find like one point of problem, like with Hoka, there was like this specific issue they were seeing in like downhill mountain racing, right? And so they were like, take that one issue to an extreme, which clearly Hoka did. (laughs) Test that one, test that then a bunch, that extreme. And then you can always like go back, figure out what you did wrong. You can always walk things back. You can't like go forward. So... I thought that was cool. Okay, so just with the Hoka thing, like I thought it was cool because their first shoes were super ugly and big and chunky, oh, yeah. but they worked really well and people liked them. And then over time, they made them prettier. Right. So they sort of came back. But yeah. then, okay, then he was all about like, then you test and you fix and then you, you it's always easier to like walk back. And I was trying to think how we see, this is bringing it back to okay, us. Okay, okay. So I was like, okay, so we, what was our, our problem we saw? On also the note at TBI, they always ask, like, how, what are you doing personally? So our problem we saw was, like, yeah. there aren't new voices in triathlon. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. And so then we were like, let's take that to an extreme. Let's take that to an extreme. <laughs> and me and you will talk shit on a podcast every week. And then, okay, so yeah. now, how has that worked? Are we testing? What are we going to fix? Like, like, I've learned we maybe alienated some of our male, male listeners. <laughs> maybe. It's fine. It happens. But are we okay with alienating male? I don't know. See, that's like a question we need to think about, right? Okay. Yeah, that is. That's a good question. So we've taken it to an extreme where we've said whatever (laughs) we want for a whole year. Now, the the question, maybe we should put that to the listeners. Right. Should we pull back now? It's a good question. Should we be cleaner and better? Sometimes I think, I wonder, Sarah. Anyway, so that's what I learned from today's. Okay, from how to innovate. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very good. But then I also feel like there's, I mean, so TBI, I'm opening my notebook now again. See? The rustling. Rustling. Okay. They also says so we did have a question from a listener or from a reader. Yes. I, I always feel like what's the an audience a, member, a viewer. Fan, it was actually a, a viewer on our Facebook Live. There you go. And he mm-hmm. wanted to know what are the biggest issues being talked about because that is the thing at TBI is like the big industry issues. And okay. what do you think are the biggest issues so far in the industry? That being talked about. Okay, I think still people are wondering, like people asking, how do we get more beginners? How do we get more beginners? Which I don't actually think is the right question. No, but I that think is what's totally being talked question. about. Yeah, they. The thing you keep hearing is that like we've been so worried about participation numbers down, retail numbers down, like revenue down, and last year stemmed the bleeding. That's what you keep hearing is like last year stemmed the bleeding. Okay, now what the fuck do we do? Right. Right. And they keep talking about getting in beginners, which I think you and I are both like, that's like, you have a retention problem, FYI. You don't have a like new right. people problem. Or like a multi-layered problem. A multi-layered not just problem. like, not just how do we get more people, but how that's do we true. keep people? How do we help people move into leadership positions? How do we like, how do we in- grow everything at the same time? Mm-hmm. And I feel like the thing I'm not hearing this year, which ever, like I wasn't here last year. But I'm not hearing this year is like a ton of talk about like diversity, which I don't know. I mean, maybe that's like 
I don't know if that's good or bad, but I'm not hearing it. Like, that's not a thing people are concerned about, right? Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, well, what I hear, actually, what I've heard is like mention of diversity and inclusion, but not necessarily like a deeper level talk. Right, in terms of getting that. beginners in. Yeah, like the conversation's not really happening. Because what I do keep thinking is like, if this isn't what my triathlon world looks like, it's super not what like other people's triathlon world. Right. Or I think about someone like Sika Henry or Shauna Gold at the, at the summit, like their triathlon world looks completely different from our triathlon world, which looks completely different from the triathlon world. Which you said when you were doing the outspoken summit and you started to reach out, you realized there was all these people in worlds that you didn't know. Like you don't know what you don't know. Exactly. Yeah. I just, I just assumed that they were out there. And went right. out to find them. Right. <laughs> and there's more to find. Turns out. <laughs> yeah, turns out. There's whole things going on. That we don't even know about. Yes. Yeah. But there's also been a few new initiatives, which is what the other half of the question our reader, listener, fan asked. Okay. Was one of the new initiatives. And there is a new women's mentoring program that was announced. We're actually at the reception. That's why you can we're hear the, everybody. Yeah, we're at the reception <laughs> for the launch of that. So it's a mentorship pro- program for women called TBIW. Is that what it's called? Wait. I don't know. Yeah, I think it's called TBIW. Um, Women's Mentorship Program. I think it's weird they branded TBI. I'm just going to say whatever. It's fine. But it's a women's mentorship program for women in the business of triathlon. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I've been talking, I've been talking about mentorship programs for years. So I'm like, I'm I'm all on board. Very enthusiastic to see this happen. Yeah. And there's also been a bunch of follow up on the time to try initiative. Like what's actually been done in the last year and where we go from here, which like, obviously like time to try is not like, it doesn't speak to me, but I get it. Like it is getting new people. Like I appreciate them being at like the rock and roll events, trying to convert Runners, yeah. yeah, and I appreciate the idea of having one For place sure. to go where beginners yes. can find resources. I Definitely. think that's um that's really good. Also, I got a t-shirt. I'm going to wear my t-shirt around. Oh, you are? Yeah, so okay. then people will be like, oh, what is that? And I'll be like, you should do a triathlon. This is actually <laughs> literally how I convert people all the time. I'm like, hey, FYI. You don't convert people. I 100%. The people that, all the people that you talk to are no, no, already no. in triathlon. No, no, There is like <laughs> half my fucking universe isn't triathlon related. And so for all those people, I'm the only person they know. Okay. It does anything. So then when they're like, hey, I'm thinking about doing a half marathon, I'm the person that they know. Okay. So that your pledge, you're going to wear yes. the t-shirt and convert the people. Yes. Okay. There you go. See? Okay. So we have some guests. We do have some guests. We have Kelly is actually sitting right here listening to us and laughing. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to bring so her have, over here. Come pull up a chair. Pull up we a chair. need to introduce Kelly. Okay. We have, we have Kelly Burns Gallagher. She has okay. been in triathlon for a really long time. She was on our board for Triequal. She's a lawyer. She's super, super smart. And we're going to ask Kelly about the same things we've been talking about, like her the things that she's loved about this week or this weekend at TBI and the things that she was hoping would be better. Okay. So Kelly, what has been good so far? So what's always good is the people. So even though we have our universes mm-hmm. and we know them, first of all, it's nice to see people in person. Yeah, see how you know what I mean. Yeah, I know. You know we're in my I know, town. I know. And we didn't I even know. get a drink. But the I know, but the time zone was tough. Oh my god! Anyway. And I had to do a deposition. But it was so, time so, so tough. now we're seeing each other. Yes. Yeah. So seeing people in person is great. I think Sarah Hartman's program is great. Is it bad the that new, I'm calling it Sarah Hartman's? Yeah. So new. TBIW, mm-hmm. and I think that's great. And I think it's also great because of sort of the. I don't want to say old guard. That's the wrong word. But There's sort of the... Word. I don't know what it the, is. It's, it's sort of like the revered, the state's women of triathlon right. who have bought into it. Like right. Anne Head buying into right. it and Karen Singh buying into it. I think that's really important because these are sort of the trailblazers. And I think that sometimes there tends to be this vibe, particularly in places where there aren't a lot of women, is women who've done it, they take one of two paths. Either path one is 
oh my God, it was horrendous for me. Mm-hmm. Let me do everything I can to help you. And path two was, oh my God, it was horrendous for me. I'm going to make oh, it horrendous for you too. You're talking about like in industries yeah. when like women come up through the ranks. Yeah. And I, I find yes, that, yes, I find yes. that sometimes like we get a little put in both law and in triathlon, it gets a little piranha-y sometimes. Mm. And I feel like Not getting fingers. No, <laughs> it gets a little piranha. So I feel like that the fact that these elder states women have bought in mm-hmm. to help people who are up and coming is a really big deal. Yeah. 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 It's not sort of just like, I will say our peer group. I know. But it's sort of like the peer group before us too, which is, is a good thing. thing. that is always interesting. Oh, I guess I should like use it. We're like, we're working on this live thing. Okay. The thing that's always <laughs> interesting about triathlon is it's so relatively young that they're literally like maybe that's why there is still an old guard because the people who invented it are still around. So it's like hard for new people even to take out. Like it's not, you know what I mean? Like it's like, it's like built in. You don't have that in running. The people who founded Nike are not still. They're dead. They're, they're fucking dead. (laughs) So like, it's not a problem. I mean, not that that's a problem. That's great. But you know what I'm saying? Like it's not the space. I think there's some feeling too Mm -hmm. that comes with triathlon that if you weren't in San Diego in the 1970s. Who even are you? Why are who you that, what the hell do you know what you're doing? Exactly. And and that's, but there is a problem with that. Like there is a San Diego <laughs> mafia. It still exists. I don't know. As somebody from California. Okay. There was some hating on California today. I just got to say, and I would like to be very clear that as someone from California, like we don't give a shit about the rest of you. Okay. <laughs> you're going to fall in the ocean anyway. So we don't give a shit about you either. We're like, whatever. We're going to do our own thing. It's fine. So, all right. And so, okay. Here's my other question for you. You ready? We've been in some sessions. What has been the thing that you're like sitting in the back and you want to say, and you're just like stewing about? <laughs> Wait, well, you've heard these from me. You've heard some of these from me already. Um, we have somebody off screen ready. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, one of the things and we always talk about this is in panels and presenters having diversity and yeah, some of it is self-perpetuating mm-hmm. is that we tend to, again, we have peer groups and you we know don't know what we don't know. Mm-hmm. So if I am the cheer person and you know, full disclosure, I'm on the TBI board, but I'm not a chairperson of any educational panel. You ask the people, you know, because yeah. you trust them, you know, they're going to say, yes, you're comfortable with the material that they're going to present and sometimes it's hard to go out on a limb and get someone you don't know because what if they screw up like you know what I mean that's that's kind of risky and scary and I think you know our our friend from Hoka One One told us that you know we should do those risky and scary things we should yeah take risks yeah that's important and sometimes it means taking risk of bringing someone in who who the hell knows what they're going to do but maybe it's going to be interesting I mean, that's the, I mean, that is like a documented problem, right? About like whenever people, even when they want to try and reach out to new people, they don't even know who the new people are. And they're like, well, we tried, but. Can I just say like at the summit, that, at the Outspoken Summit, okay. like that was literally the risk for, we didn't know what anyone was going to say. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> like we're like, I hope this goes well. I hope we directed this well. <laughs> no, no, this is, this is even better. So my business partner before coming on, she's like, I want to know what you're going to say. I'm like, what do you mean? She goes, well, you're a loose cannon. Are you? I don't think of you as a loose cannon. I don't think she thinks I'm a loose cannon. She's like, you could say something. It would be bad. And I don't think it's bad. The other thing is sometimes I feel like, and this kind of goes to USAT, is that they just have like these huge blinders on and they don't realize some of the things they're doing and how it impacts stakeholders in the sport. Like I think sometimes when they think of stakeholders, they think about like Toyota Mm -hmm. and they think about Roca Mm -hmm. and they think how, and they think of Ironman. Like how are the people who give us money? How does it impact us? Mm -hmm. 
but their biggest stakeholder group is coaches. And I think sometimes they do things and they don't think about the impact. They're like, you know, we have this great time to try platform where we offer all these free programs for beginners and intermediates. Mm-hmm. Well, that takes You're like, cool, but now I'm losing business. But now I'm losing business. <laughs> so I think, in, and I think it's tough to outreach too, because, you know, even event directors, you only have so many. It's, it's a pretty mm-hmm. concrete and it's a pretty small number. Coaches, you have thousands probably. But how do you engage that stakeholder group to make the relationship I mean, mutually beneficial? There's a whole beneficial? other conversation we were having about whether or not there's too many coaches and whether there needs to be like a systematized certification <laughs> and we but at the same and, time you want to lower the barriers and you want to get new well, perspectives but this is this is the problem I so and i had this conversation mm-hmm. too about coaching is do i think that there needs to be more education for coaching yes do i think the barrier do i think you need to have whatever the licensure or the certification requirement do i think it needs to be higher most definitely. Do I want to go there? No, because it's going to have a disparate impact. If it costs more to enter and if it's harder to do it, you're going to dissuade disadvantaged populations from even exactly. trying to enter. Exactly. So maybe it's we take our first corral and then maybe we offer more level twos and we put scholarships on it. So anyone can enter, but to really be elevated, you have to show some merit and we're going to help you out because, you know, we just had whatever the surplus There's was like that USAT had. It's a huge plane, but they, they have cash. They just reinvested. I forget what the number was back in the support. Why not reinvest it into looking to have coaches of diversity? Cause I think it's important too, not just for diversity's sake, but people want a coach that looks like them. They want to see that someone who they can see themselves in is doing the thing they want to do. They want to know like that person understands me and it's going to get my issues. I literally have also had people be like, Oh, good for you. You have a female coach. Someone said that to me and I was like, oh, well, she's also like, good. It's fine. Whatever. (laughs) She's also a really good coach and also female. Okay. So we have off screen. We also have Kay who's raising her hand and jumping up and down ready to talk. So I feel like, so Kelly's going to leave us for a second and go to the other reception and drink more. (laughs) And Kay, oh, well, she has to see the things about, about being a mother. I know. She has to deal with her child now. I know. Okay, well, so Kay Martin now is going to join us, and she uh, she's with Boca Gear now. But you've been like everywhere. You were with Pearl Izumi oh for like God. twenty years. I'm an industry hoe. Yeah, you're an industry. I mean, what's the word? What did Kelly just call them? Like the state, the the icons, oh God. the yeah. old guard. Are you an old guard? No. <laughs> Don't ever say I'm guarding anything in this industry. Oh dear Lord! All right, so you were jumping. You were like waving your hand about things. I think the question was, what have you been sitting in the back of the room wanting to say? I was at one of the sessions and uh, Eric from, you know, Active is saying, hey, you know, you race directors, you should just go online with like Inc or .com or someone like that and buy one-off t-shirts because you can just put stuff on the website. And I'm like, oh dear God, I've spent a lifetime... telling people not to buy crappy swag like are you kidding me you're that is the worst regardless of who I work for or what I do how many t-shirts are you using on the car my car is saying no my car is saying like I cannot have another crappy race shirt and if you're a female because people have said hey for Boko Gear you're gonna expand into t-shirts and I'm like uh, my rule is no sizing, right? Like you can't put four women in a room and us all agree on American apparel or whoever it is making a pair, making t-shirts for you. So for me, um, I've always been against crappy swag. If you're going to spend the money in your name of your race, your brand or whatever is on something, do you really want people to leave it in the hotel? 
But like, okay, so when you ask though, like, what is your, because I've seen this question, like, what is your best race shirt? What do you look for in a race shirt? Like all women disagree. Yes. Yeah, yeah for sure. And they'll continue to, yeah, right? So. Except the Outspoken Summit hoodies. Everyone that those one are great. was great. <laughs> <laughs> Of course. of course. Okay, she just handed me a drink ticket. Oh, good. That's because I said that. No, I'm kidding. That was the greatest swag ever. All right, so how many years in a row have you come to TBI? Or how many years have you come to TBI? Mm, well, last year I didn't come because it was over outdoor retailer. Oh, yes. And I'm an industry hoe, so I have to go to, you know, <laughs> who pays the bills. I love how you're whispering. As if, know, as, if the, like, as if the mic keep holding the mic like closer and closer to her mouth. Like, No, um, but... You know, I don't count things like that, right? Like, I'm just so happy to be alive and moving and okay. things that you guys don't so measure. Then to, like, a number of TBIs, though. Number, yes. And what do you think is good this time? Um, you know, for me, TBI in January is, like, the kickoff of the year, mm-hmm. right? Gotcha. Like, we all hated each other after Kona, right? It's the end of the season. And, well, you know what I mean? It's like you've been on the circuit for. No, I didn't hate anyone after Kona. Oh, well. I mean, <laughs> for us, you're like, Don, I actually want to go home. I want to, you know, be in my pajamas and eat popcorn at night and not be on a, a plane the next weekend. So for us, we take that time in December where we're kind of regrouping what's new for the year. And then in January, TBI is the kickoff and you get to see all your friends again. So when you're old fart, you get to like talk with people and network with new people and I find it really fun it's it, it's a great way to start the year and you've just got new energy that's coming in people that have never been here before to people that are lifers that have been here for a long time and new roles and old roles so okay. I like who have you met that's new I've met coaches I've met race directors I've met new people with brands but this is classic Boulder because there's so many people in Boulder and that's where I'm from and it's much better than than where you're from. It right? is not. Yeah, yeah, well, whatever. Somebody once said to me, Boulder, okay, so I lived in Marin County, and someone was once like, oh, they have the second best riding in the country, and I was like, second best? What? And they said Boulder was the first. I was like, bullshit. So we can argue that one day. <laughs> but the last thing one of my coworkers said was like, hey, meet Michelle from Training Peaks. So I went down there, and sure enough, she, she we meet, and uh, we are giggling like, I kid you not, she is 500 meters from my house, right? <laughs> Training Peaks is across the street. And I said, oh, my God, Michelle, I'm dying to deliver stuff to you because there's a brewery in between us, <laughs> just in case I get lost. And uh, yeah, yeah. And I'm going, oh, my God, I have not like we we we're all virtual. My company's all virtual. So literally, we don't get out of the bubble at all. But that's pathetic when you have yeah. to come to. Arizona to meet the person that we're doing business with in Training Peaks that's not a mile from my house. Like, that is, like, hilarious. But, you know, I like meeting the new people that are new to the sport, too, because it's it's fun to kind of keep a finger on the pulse and what's happening and why they're here and what they're trying to learn and who they're trying to network with. And, you know, I'm in the old fart stage, so it's like, can I give back anything? God forbid anyone takes any of my advice. But uh, one hour, good luck to you. But, um, but I feel like um, it's really fun for me because you live vicariously through what's happening. I think there's a lot of momentum in the industry, whether that's changing, shifting, whatever patterns that are going on. It's, it's good for us. And it's good to keep a finger on the pulse. Finger on the pulse. All right, Sarah, your finger on the pulse. What do you feel like the pulse this weekend? Your love, your takeaway. Oh, man. Okay. Right, my love. What up. was my love? Okay. My love was the demographics are changing and there's more women this year. I okay. love the Hoka Ona One 
guy okay. that we already yeah. talked about. That was cool. That yeah. about innovation. Yes. That was cool. Okay. The things that, the things that I wanted to see different were one, like I was hoping a little bit to be more inspired. Okay. And like what I mean by that is I was hoping for more presentations that would help me think differently about my business or about what I'm doing. Right. So I feel like there was a little bit, it's a little bit repetitive year to year. Um, mm-hmm. So that's why, like, again, back to like, what was he called? Jean-Luc that we liked Jean-Luc so much. Diard. Yeah. Like, so yeah. the presentations I like the best are the ones that like get, expand my mind. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I think we could, I mean, there's a way to change what's happening here at the conference to a little bit more of that. I'd like to see. you like to see that? Mm-hmm. And I think that's it. Yeah. I mean, you, uh, I, oh, yeah. I like to say that I made you come cause you weren't going to come. And then I made you and Aaron Barasini come. <laughs> and so I keep this whole time. You guys keep making a little content. I keep being, we're being open-minded guys. And I wasn't getting frustrated until this last session. It was like a brainstorming session. Mm-hmm. And it was like, it was just like anyone's ideas about triathlon. And I started to get so frustrated mm-hmm. because like, I felt like the ideas weren't big picture. I don't know. It was like, here's my specific problem with my race. I, I just, well, I just was frustrated. Yeah. And that's what I said to you during this session is yeah. there's like this entire like schools of thought and people who study how to brainstorm. Right. And I think probably that that's not quite how to do it. To do so, it in one massive comment just like with a microphone. Everybody comment about triathlon. Go. <laughs> <laughs> so I think I don't know. Yeah, you're right. Like yeah, I'd like to see it like a little bit more sort of like focus. And I think we could have drawn out some better ideas because the people in the room have good ideas. There's no doubt about that. Oh, right? there's a lot so, of ideas. Yeah. Yes. So and I think that those ideas as well, like I think there's a way to structure it and even get people thinking like I've done brainstorming sessions before where you get people to First, you get people clicked into their, um, what do you call it? Like the creative side of their mind mm. before you actually even start the brainstorming. Mm. And then you get like different levels of ideas and you get people collaborating more instead of just my idea, my idea, my idea randomly. Okay. Okay. You know, All also right. like on occasion, I've had some moments where I feel like I'm in an episode of Mad Men. I'm just well, going to say. Yeah, like, it's like, a, oh, hey. <laughs> Somebody did some, we're going to end on this. Someone did say they've been doing the women thing since the beginning. <laughs> And me and Sarah both went, oh, how is that gone? (laughs) So, all right. Exactly. (laughs) So, are we good? I think that we're good. Did we get through our whole run list? I think that was everything. Okay. I want to say thanks to Kay. Thank you, Kay. Oh, thank you, guys. (laughs) That's fun. Even though Kelly left already. Oh, and thanks, Kelly, who's gone. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Okay, so we're going to just roll the outro, I guess, now. We're done. We're done. We're good. Thanks, everyone, for listening. And thank you, Aaron, for editing. And we'll talk to you next week. We would like to thank Ask Kicker Inc. for supporting the podcast. And remember to go to livefeisty.com, click on shop, and use the code RIDING to order your Live Feisty tanks, tees, hoodies, and leggings. Follow at If We Were Riding on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And subscribe to our feed on iTunes or wherever you listen. If We Were Riding is produced by Live Feisty Media and is hosted by Kelly O'Mara and me, Sarah Gross. Our awesome editor is Aaron Hamilton. My time, my time, none of you people can tell me to stop.